Welcome back to How To Be Real, the podcast where we can be real in a world obsessed with fake. And, you know, I'm Tasha B, as always, the actor, the entrepreneur, the go-getter, you know what I mean? Hey, period. <laughs> period. And I'm Tay, I'm a creative strategist and lover of all, thing, all things wellness, yes. <laughs> I'm also an entrepreneur and, yes. and creative and all those things too, you, girl. Period. I want to say period. something different every time, so you know I'm always coming with something new. I love that, <laughs> go ahead and switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we got that out the way, we go into a check-in and I say, how you doing, Tay? Girl, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, I feel like it definitely helps that like today is all sunny and beautiful. I after, know. Like, what a sunny day. Right. After it being just stormy and cold and all the things. I Rainy. thought it was supposed to rain today. Yeah, mm. I thought this big old rain jacket. And I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> now I just look like, you know, when you're driving by and you see somebody hella bundled up and you're like, mm, they hot. <laughs> or like, have you ever, that, being bundled up in the car when you're like, oh, it's going to be cold today and it's sunny and mm-hmm. nice and 63 degrees and you're like, okay, I'm hot. You got all the windows rolled down. All the windows sweating. rolled down, sweating. Like, oh my God, I wish I could take. And it sucks. Taking off a jacket and driving, so dangerous. It's like, why do I have a headache after this? <laughs> why? Why? Uh, oh my now my head gosh. hurts. Oh my How'd that God. happen? But anyways, I'm good. All that to say. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, January is off to a great start. I think we were just talking about how it seems like it's almost over already. No, it's flying. This is like the shortest January I've ever lived through. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Usually January takes their time mm-hmm. coming in, you know? Easily I don't know. the year. Okay, this January is like, look, I already hate it. Right. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm just here to, you know I'm here. I'm here to do my thing and leave. Yeah, I'm just here to show face. That's and just, you see it, and I'm gone. Just here to get it started. Good yeah. luck in February. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I feel very much like January, very much easing into the responsibilities and all the things. Just taking it light, mm-hmm. taking it light, especially after all the hustle and bustle of holiday season and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. What about you? How you doing? Whew. I am back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Vacation. Okay, that was so fun. <laughs> went to Jamaica for peeps don't don't know, but yeah, I went to Jamaica, and it was you know bringing in the the new year, my birthday, and then on January eighth, my husband and I celebrated eight years together. Mm. We've only been married two years, but we've been together for eight, Period. and so it was just a whole celebration thing. We were gone for like eleven days, and it was. It was nice. There yeah. was there was definitely some some ups and downs, but yeah. <laughs> I got stuck in an elevator uh, when I came down the elevator to to check out, oh like on the way God. to check out from the hotel, feeling like, oh man, I don't want to leave. Oh my God, I'm gonna miss this. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ocean view. Go into the elevator, get stuck for seven minutes, and they're oh tripping, God. and they're panicking. Seven minutes feels like seven hours. Like stuck in the I was sweaty, what? I was scared. The power was out. It was dark. I was by myself Hell. with my luggage. It was yeah. It was this a story just gets worse. It was it was a nightmare no. for seven minutes, and then you know I did manage though to like stay kind of calm. Like I was like help, I'm stuck in the elevator, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like <laughs> like when I wasn't. Asking for help, I was, you know, trying to like breathe and I turned my flashlight on my phone so it wasn't completely dark because that would have been way too much to handle and was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then (laughs) finally the lights flickered on and it came out. But that thrust me out of the like, (laughs) oh my God, I want to stay. 
getting into like, get me the fuck home. Like, I'm ready to go home. Home they're right like, now. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Vacation over. Vacation over. <laughs> um, no, that's but, crazy. Yeah. You know, and same thing to you. Getting back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the routines. The workout routine. The cooking routine. The yep. cleaning routine. Yep. The work routine. All the stuff. Because it's just like, wow, I'm not used to that. Right. Especially fresh off all-inclusive resort vacation. Okay. Everything included. Somebody cleaning your room every day. Come like, on. Come on. That was... Like, endless food options, drink options, you know, pool options, like what work? What it's is just, I don't easy. know her. It was so easy. And I <laughs> see like people that say like celebrities have the same or we have the same amount of hours in a day as like a celebrity. No, we don't. No. Because when you don't have to worry Stop about it. what you're going to eat, Thank who's going to cook it, where it's going to come from, how much it's going to cost. You don't have to worry about nope. any of that. Not it's even just, working eight hours a day okay? every day. Every day. You're off. You wake up, breakfast is wrecked. Yeah. They know exactly what you want. Your kids are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Everything is just, you're, you just got to show up. Yeah. You have access to all of these resources. You got people to do whatever you need them to do. Mm-hmm. That's not the same amount. No, no we don't not. have the same 24 hours. Because no. I got a lot of prep work, a lot of cleaning, cooking, picking up. Like, come on now. Right. Don't, don't like, tell me that. Sure, we we all live you know, very like we all live through twenty four hours, right? You know, God willing. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. There's but that, the same and that's really stop. where it ends. That's where the similarities really start to diverge because it. you know it's the difference between waking up when yeah. you want to and waking up when you got to when you have to. Okay, and fitting in your fitness or you know morning routine, getting that healthy food. It's mm-hmm. like you didn't have to go out and shop for that healthy no. food. You didn't have to wake up and make that smoothie. You didn't have to think about plan out all your meals that you was gonna have. You, you, people are doing that for people you. Your job is that. to look good and be healthy. Okay, like and you got a team of motherfuckers ready to do whatever they need to do to make sure that happens. Stop it. Anyway, so anyway, I'm oh. sure making that adjustment. <laughs> okay, all that to say. <laughs> All that to say, coming back, and um, honestly, I do appreciate it, though. Like, yeah. thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of, it is nice to to cook some food, because you, you know, when someone makes food for you, I don't know if you do this, but like, you eat it, and you're like, hmm, I would have added a little bit of that. <laughs> yes. Maybe I would, I would have put a sauce with this. This is a little dry, yes. it's a little sauce. I would have sauced it. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was a little bit of that. The yeah. food was good, though. The food was really good. We uh, tried... I even tried some jerk chicken. Oh, okay. Bit. Yes, a little dabble. Um, you know, and it was good. They had this jerk sauce. They were making it. It was really good. So, yeah, the food was was good. They were grilling a lot of stuff. They had this grilled um, ahi tuna, and they were, like, sliced oh, really thin. Oh, I know that went stupid. So good. Didn't need any sauce. Flavored perfectly. Oh, my God. I, like... <laughs> Mm. so nice got me in my like I really want to cook but I also don't want to I haven't been full grocery shopping just yeah been kind of picking and whatever but you know I mean that makes sense you guys are like fresh back home yeah so it's like just trying to like just know. get acclimated get acclimated <laughs> to being in the house yeah. back in Sacramento okay <laughs> like, back in the cold right but yeah um anyway <laughs> all that to say I'm back and I'm I'm ready to get going. I'm ready. I'm I'm gearing up. Mm-hmm. Getting up. This kind of feels like my New Year's of like getting back. And now I'm like, okay, now it's time to really get get to going. <laughs> get those goals rolling. Yep. Whatever you say. Years moving. <laughs> get the year moving. Okay. Yes. Let's do that. But okay. <laughs> so going into our three realists. Ooh. This one is a fun one. 
It's the three realest accessories you'd come with if you were being sold as an action figure. Ew. So what are the three realest ones? Because we, we can have a lot, but the, what are the three realest? Like three very real, real and true to me, my little action figures. You go first. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, you know, I know we said action figure, but I more so pictured, like, myself as, like, a doll. Mm-hmm. Like, just <laughs> And I feel like my three things that I would come with First, the yoga mat. I'd have my yoga mat. I almost accessory. said that, but yeah, yeah. You, that, yeah, that, that definitely. And my yoga mat accessory would come like with a cute little bag that the yoga mat comes in, or like little straps yeah. or something for the over the shoulder ease carry. Yeah, you know I like me? that. Um, I my second thing would be a hair pick. Mm. I definitely have to have a cute pick. and useful. You know, I like that exactly. Got to pick it out because. Lord knows, probably my doll's gonna have her hair out mm-hmm. and big, mm-hmm. and when, whenever you set her down, her shit gonna be flat. Yeah, you know, she yeah. gotta be able to get that shape that back thing. right. I heard that exactly. Um, and then my last one is some hoop earrings. Ooh, good that accessory. You feel me? Because I feel would like they be like the ones you have on now, or like some no, big ones. They be big. Okay, they would be. They I would be the that. big. You know, the chunkies, the ones you bring out when you like stepping out. Yeah, with like some little like rhinestones on them. Yes, that's mm-hmm. cute. That's cute with the rhinestones. Yes. I know. I had a my scene Barbie doll, Ooh, and she was the one with the curly blonde hair. Yeah, she had hoops, and you couldn't even take them out. They were like permanent, like, like in no, there. These are my hoops, and I was like, she she was my favorite. Yes, I named her Tasha. <laughs> that was her name, Tasha. But she was cute. Hey, I, was I like, love she's that. She's really cute. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes, the doll is mini you. Like she duh. was. She was. She was so cute. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss dolls. I know, me too. Do, do kids still play with dolls? Yes, okay. they do. They do. My niece Naya, she plays with, and she has like there's all different types of dolls now. She mm. likes these rainbow high mm. dolls. Mm. Girl, they come in every color. They're cute. They Ooh. have little. They, she got one for Christmas. Is her name was Sunny, and her <laughs> hair was yellow. <laughs> she was cute. They're cute, and they okay. do come with like really cute little accessories. They're, look they're, they're very cute. What's called very, rainbow? Very cute. Rainbow high oh, okay. dolls. Hmm. That's cute. They're all super cute. And they all have like long hair, cute little outfits, like very cute. Rainbow High dolls. Oh, okay. The first one that came up was the black girl with the orange hair. Oh, cute. I forget what she said her name was. But yeah. No, these little girls are cute. cute. Yeah. And then that's Sunny, the girl with the yellow hair. Cute. You know, they kind of remind me of Bratz. They kind of do look like, like a new, new version, mm-hmm. updated Baby Bratz. We know yeah. Bratz is the blueprint. Because yeah. now you can't even get a Bratz doll in the store. You got to get them off eBay or mm-hmm. <laughs> Annoying, but because I really want a, um, a Yasmin Bratz. Like if I, I always tell myself, yes. like if I ever see a little Yasmin, I'm going to get it. But yes, I feel like I want to do it before they get too old and, and are really expensive. Because yeah. I feel like now you can still get one for like, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. but in another 10 years, who knows? Yeah, they're gonna be like, nope, <laughs> good luck. Mm-hmm. But Collector's item. That's cute. That's cute. Thank you. So you said hoops, pick, and yoga mat. Yep. That's cute. What you got? What you got? What's your dog coming with? So, off top, she's gonna have a cup of tea. <laughs> have a cute little cup, and it's gonna come with, it's gonna have a little tea bag poking out. She might even come with like a little variety tea bag <laughs> of just like different ones that put you in different moods because I have one for yes. like every mood and every like ailment that I have like mm-hmm. if I have tummy troubles I have a ginger tea yep. if I'm you know feeling like I don't know you know like 
groggy and oh, I've been eating kind of bad. A mint tea just mm. to kind of, you know, refresh me and make me feel good. A chai when I'm not feeling like myself or when I want to just get my day going. Yep. A cup of chai is very much like, oh, life is crazy. I'm just going to heat this up and drink this. <laughs> <laughs> Comfort in a cup. Exactly. Yes. So definitely tea. I love cup. that. I fucking love it. It would be super dope if it came with like. A uh, um, matching teacup for like the doll owner. Oh, you know that would be cute. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Okay, you have to make this yeah, doll. I, I really have to make the doll because yeah. I would want her to have like a magnet in her hand and a magnet in the cup to uh-huh. where like she could hold the cup or she could not. But Yo. if she's holding it, she's holding it. She's not gonna spill that tea. Yes, in your doll. Can <laughs> cheers. Oh my that god. Would be cute. Okay, I love that. And then um, a notebook with a pen because. If I'm not journaling, then I'm writing down some ideas. Yes. I'm prepping for the show. I'm, you know, writing a rough draft. Everything that I do that, you know, ends up typing, my process is always to write it with a pen and paper first and then transfer it. Or at least do like a idea kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the type of person that takes likes to take notes on like your phone. Yeah, like my yeah. phone. Even with the show notes. Like I write them first and then I type them mm-hmm. onto this document that I'm looking at right now. Yes. So Gotta have that. Yes. And then <laughs> that is so you. Yes. <laughs> and then the last one would be a camera with a tripod because Homegirl is an actor and she films a podcast. Yes. So she's gotta be able to film herself. Period. Know? Has to. I know. I almost put camera on there too, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's options. I know. It was, That's there was mom. a lot. There was a lot, but I had to, I had to pick the three realists. And I feel like the three realists, those all, I feel like that describes me pretty well. Perfectly. I love that. Like literally, one of these days, we're going to have to make our little dolls. I know. I know there's probably some company out there you can send your little idea to, and they'll they'll make you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. having a doll would be so cute. Right? It'll have to be real dolls. <laughs> For a limited time only. Limited time only. <laughs> Three payments of $59.99. Ooh, our Etsy doll makers. There are girls on there where they, like, buy dolls oh. and then refurbish them to make them look like people. That would be cute. Yo. We should do that, and then we could put them on the table. <laughs> Our little co-host. Hell yes. Oh my God, we could give them a photo shoot. Ugh. Have them make like three different outfits. Oh my God, put it on the list. We doing it. Period. We doing <laughs> we gotta it. Do that. I got to put it on the list. I'm adding it to the list. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole list we have of like merch we want to make and, you know, things we want to get get going and use to kind of get the word out there. Because mm-hmm. I know uh, definitely like hoodies. Tay wants a hat. Yeah. I want yeah, stickers. Cool. You know, um, ooh, some booty shorts. <laughs> How to be For real. For sure. The back. Yes. Or just like the butt, uh, the booty just says real. Hey. <laughs> I like that. Right? That's cute. Like real. Mm-hmm. With our little yeah. How to be real, like patch on the bottom. Ooh, the yin yang patch. Yeah. That'd Hell be yeah. cute as fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Add that. Definitely add dolls, dolls. To, the, to that list. And writing it as we speak. But okay, going into our weekly reel. So if you listened to last week's episode, you know that we have a relationship series that we are currently doing. And mm-hmm. as of now, this is episode two. We plan to have two more in this series. We started off last episode with friends and family, which, mm-hmm. you know, can be tough. Yeah. <laughs> Those relationships can be tough. So that episode was cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little bit cathartic for me. Yeah. I feel like I had a a rough, like, two years of... Ooh, bless you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I had a rough two years uh, with, with 
or a few years with like friends and family relationships. And a lot of the information that or insight that I had on that was based on those those things, those, yeah. uh, you know, situations. So, mm-hmm. you know, really cool to kind of share that and cathartic to get it out. Um, Hell yeah. This episode is all about professional relationships, yes. work relationships, you know, um, ones that we don't really think about, mm-hmm. but honestly, they are they are important. They're yeah. very important. We see these people, I mean, especially if you're, whether you're going to an office or you're meeting over Zoom, you spend time with these people sometimes more than your own family. You feel mm-hmm. me? So like these relationships, they definitely play a role in your life. Yeah, they definitely play a role in your life. And honestly, speaking of playing a role in your life, um, we met as coworkers. <laughs> we were coworkers we before sure we were anything. Yep, um, yep. And Tasha did not like me. You always that's say like, that. That's, that's how the best friendships start. <laughs> <laughs> somebody always just doesn't like somebody. That's okay. That's okay. I was I, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack this. Neck. I'm gonna. Crack this. <laughs> and it wasn't that I didn't like her, but Taylor was very like bubbly and like nice to everyone and at this job that we worked <laughs> it was uh, a call center mm-hmm. and there was and not a nice call center it was yeah it was not a nice it's not like when you think call center and like you see on the tv yeah and no like, oh, no hello. no it, we it looked like, like a prison from the outside it did it was a hood ass call center like yeah, there was there was shenanigans some, going on. And there was characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, we can make an animated series about the people. There was like somebody that had really bad. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say it was a colorful bunch I'll of just, people. Yes. I think just to, to really wrap around like what was happening, there was this, our trainer was pregnant mm. and we saw her smoking a cigarette outside. Out outside front. of the job. Outside of the job. And it wasn't like after work. It was like like 10 o'clock in the morning. And like, she was very pregnant. Very like pregnant. breathing hard, last trimester pregnant. Yes. And that was crazy. And not only did she smoke cigarettes, there were, there were, ooh, <laughs> flying here. Um, there were other coworkers, women, yes. that would give her cigarettes. Yes. When we saw her, she was... With other coworkers, yep. And everybody was just standing outside in the cold, acting like that shit was normal. I'm like, I remember I walked by like, good morning, and like <laughs> turned my that head. Was, it like, was crazy. It was crazy. Yes. It was it was crazy. That was crazy. So so that, that was and that was our boss, our trainer. Yeah. So just imagine everybody else that was there. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so that was the environment Tasha and I met under, and yeah, I was definitely very nice to everybody. Try to like, you know, and she's just, like morning person, bubbly. Yeah. Hey, hi. And it was just really like, <laughs> at all, like not that I didn't like her. It really was just like I remember yeah. feeling like there's no way that this person <laughs> is always like this. Yeah. And then there was this one girl. I don't know if we should say her name. Yeah, this was yeah. It was this one girl that we were both friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, and it's like we both kind of vibed with her more than we vibed with each other. And yeah, she was kind of like the the glue that yes. kept kept us around. <laughs> she was very cool, and mm-hmm. um, something happened, and I don't know. Like I think she, she got pregnant and start, had a, had a relationship. Yeah, something happened, and she just kind of like faded out, and and mm-hmm. then it was just like, well, <laughs> do you want to smoke at lunch? <laughs> Cause I'm about to go smoke at lunch. Cause we're, we're smoking, and we, yeah. we all, normally it would be all three of us, but I'm yeah. still fin to if you want to. Like yeah, let's let's go, let's do that. And so then it was me and Tay, mm-hmm. and and another. We had a who was the the boy with the <laughs> afro. Oh, <yeah. laughs> 
There was this boy. Oh. He had an afro. He was very nice. He, was and he nice. used to drive us to wherever we went at lunch. And, and he, he would always bring his guitar. Yeah. With him at oh lunch my God. Time. He did have a guitar. And it was funny because both Tay and I, like, I thought he had a crush on Tay, mm-hmm. and Tay thought he had a crush on me. Which it was probably, probably both. Yeah, it was probably both. It was yeah. probably whoever wasn't there at the time. <laughs> it was around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was um, around. anyway, so all of that to say, like, we ended up being really cool. And then mm-hmm. I do remember getting to the point of like, you know, once training was over and we were actually working the real job that we hated. Yeah, hated. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I remember just being like, mm-hmm. like there'd be days when I'm like, man, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna call in. And <laughs> I wouldn't call in. I would go in, and Tay would call in. Mm-hmm. And so then I'd be like, "Dang, you didn't go. To, I should have called in. <laughs> like she, she wasn't there. I should have called in too. Right? Like, and then the vice versa. If I wasn't there, she'd be like, "Dang, you wasn't here. I should have right. called in." <laughs> and then, because <laughs> our cubicles or our little spaces were like we sat back to back. Yeah, they were close. Other. They were like you know like mm-hmm. that. So. We were. It was like that was a real last like sitcom. It life. was. Like it really was. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. That was a really interesting experience. Like it was. it's yeah, it's definitely uh, it's good going stuff. in a script. Yeah, no, <laughs> for, for sure. real, <laughs> for real. And we were cool with hella the, those coworkers. Yeah, too. like we went out with them hella times. Yeah, like, and we were karaoke. Yeah, we did a bunch of stuff with them. They were cool. There were they there were. were some cool people, and not everybody. We said colorful, and you know, we saying what we saying. Yeah, but like. Uh, Everybody was cool. And it was like a bonding. The training was like three months. Yeah, it was so long. We were all like in a classroom setting for three months. (laughs) Nobody wanted to get on the phones after that. (laughs) Nobody wanted to get on the phones after that. And honestly, that I think I lasted maybe two, three months on the phones. Maybe. Because same. I was like, this is too much. I used all my sick days and I just stopped showing up. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I got a voicemail like, you're fired because I know call no show. Like, girl, you should have knew when I took five consecutive sick days. That I was not coming back. <laughs> that I was back. not going to come back. What? Like, what? And this is like, I think, I think I was like 21, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, I think I was, I was like, like I think I turned 20. Yeah. Like, I think I worked there, like yep. the training. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, yeah. That is so crazy. And then after we stopped working together, I, I got another call center job. And <laughs> that was kind of like around Tasha's house. And I was just like... I wonder what I'm definitely on my smoke lunch break <laughs> and I'm about to go see what's this Tasha up to these days like and I called her and we smoked together for a little lunch break and it was cute and it was fun she had this little puppy that was a little biting on everything oh I know her teeth were so sharp they were but she was so sweet and I was like this was fun yeah again and then we started doing yoga in the park yeah and here we are now the rest is his 10 years plus later yeah that's so crazy that's crazy Aww, so yeah our yeah. story okay that was a cute, you know, story. So going in to say work relationships are important. Okay. <laughs> Bringing it all the way back around to say. All of that. Yeah. Um, they can be, work relationships can turn into lifelong bonds if you want them to. And it's great to have people. If it's okay. It's great to have people to relate to at the job. Because oh. at that job and, and at every job, once you have a person that's like, okay, every day me and this person are going to chop it up. Or me and this person might have lunch together. Or right. me and this person have a lot in common and I have someone to talk to. It really does give you something to look forward to at work. Even if it's it a job you don't like. Or if it's a job you do like. Having mm. dope people around and having some rapport with them really makes the day go by quick. And it makes Hell you feel yeah. like... 
I don't know. I don't. I know it made me feel like okay, cool. Somebody's on the same page because mm-hmm. we we didn't like that job. So be yeah. having somebody in the lunchroom to be like, oh my god, girl, we got three more <laughs> hours. We gonna do it. It's gonna be okay. Yes. <laughs> um. It just kind of I don't know. Kind of gives you a sense of community. Absolutely. Like me too. I like that. And then, like, you never know, like you said, you might meet meet somebody that's hecka dope, you know, mm-hmm. the godmother to your children or your bestie. You yep. never know. You never, you never know. know. Not Definitely not, like, advocating for hella work friendships. No. Because, like, sometimes it's just that. It's just a work friendship. Like, yeah. you ain't got to force it. But we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, We'll get into that. You know, and then, of course, I don't know, I personally believe that people are what make really everything cool you know what i mean from For going sure. to the grocery store something as mundane as that it's nice to talk to the cashier or be mm. able to ask somebody hey do you guys have jelly i'm looking mm. where i can't find it. like it's it's nice to be able to talk to people it, it is it really is having people around that like i said that sense of community mm-hmm. really it really is nice you yeah. know what i mean and you know we've had situations where People that you used to work with are able to open some doors from you now and, you know, recommend you or whatever the case may be. So exactly. Lean on that community. Community is really important. Yep. It's like networking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like an under theme of our relationship series is community because it really is. Everything comes down to that. Like we are all we got. We are all we got. We all we got. We got to stick together. We do. We got to. We got to hold (laughs) each other up. It's hard. Right. It's hard out here. We also have an episode all about community. I think yes. it's uh, episode four. I think it's episode, episode four, four. Or is it five? Because last right last episode was six. Oh, episode so, yeah. five. You're right. Episode five. Episode yeah. Five. Check out episode five, all about community. If you have any questions about that, you already know. Hey, how to be real at gmail.com. Exactly. <laughs> or if you have any comments, because let us know. Exactly. know what y'all think. Yes. And so um, right now I want to transition into us kind of talking a little bit about our, our hardships and our, our, our mm. dramas. Mm. Um, I'll start off by saying learning to network was really tough for me, mm. uh, especially once I got into the, the film industry. Like, I don't think I ever really got the hang of it outside of that. But in the film industry, it was very, you know, especially just starting out. I was a stand in. I didn't know where I fit in. And I was kind of low rung, you know, green kind of thing. So small talk. still trying to figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know, like, when's the right time and who's the right person and all of that kind of thing. And, you know, small talk is still a little bit of something where it's just like, "Eh, I don't don't like doing this. And it feels very disingenuous. So it feels like I'm talking to you and what are we even talking about? (laughs) And why are we doing this? Right. And then I'm barely listening to you because we're talking about bushes or something. It's just like, oh, yeah. You know, and and you could tell. (laughs) You could tell. You know, and then I I always had this fear or just like anxiety around having drama at work. And Mm. I know like once you become you know, super, I don't know, fr- friends or work friends with somebody, sometimes people can get messy at work. It opens Stuff the door can, for that. Yeah. For sure. You know, someone in your business, someone that's going to tell someone else what you said. Like, for me, I'm just real, I don't want drama at my workplace. Right. Because I got to come here and make money. Exactly. So. Bringing non, non-work shit into the workplace. You never know. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you're cool, but like... You get tripped up. I know I've had before too. Have gotten tripped up off of. Oh, I thought like I the line was blurry between real friend and work friend, and that's on me for not like for not you know for trusting you too much with this yeah. information yeah or with this level of relationship yeah 
But yeah, for me, I've had it the opposite where I'm somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm cool with somebody and they maybe think we're hella cool. Mm. But like <laughs> when it comes to, you know, maybe a get together I might have or, you know, them trying to friend me on social media or, you know, all that kind of thing. <laughs> like I've had people approach me like, hey, I sent you a friend request on, you know, whatever. Like, how come you haven't approved it? And it's like, oh, I didn't see it. And it's like, you reminded me of it and I still didn't friend you because yeah. I don't want you in my business. If I call I out for whatever reason, I don't need you knowing no. that. And I've had people kind of get like, oh, well, I thought we were. And it's like, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're cool. We're don't cool. get me wrong. Like, we are cool, but we work together. That and for me... Cool. There's always going to be that, like, uh, uh, little boundary. Hold on. Mm-hmm. No, I know for sure in my, my last job, I had, like, accepted a bunch of people, right? Like, the people who I worked with. Yeah. And, um, and when I had first started, and then as I started to get to know, you know, more about how they move and... You know, sometimes you're like, oh, damn, no, you be telling everybody shit. Okay. You be hella nosy. You're like judgmental. Yeah. Right. Like you start to learn little things. I like totally blocked a bunch of people from my stories. Like y'all can see what I post on my, my feed. Because, the main grid. Yeah. But but my you stories. You don't need to see what I'm up to. Mm -mm, yeah. You don't like, need to see that. You don't need to see that. So I feel that. Like there's definitely, gotta lay the hammer Hard down lines. Yeah. Okay. Hard lines. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Um, we've definitely had drama. And I feel like that. <laughs> you, you learn from that. You know, For you learn sure. from that where, you know, folks, folks don't like you sometimes. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, we definitely learned that in school. It's but as truth. adults, you just realize that. I know one of the hardest realizations for me was like, oh, okay, so people never really grow up. Some Ooh. people definitely never grow up. <laughs> stuff gets catty. Stuff gets messy. You know, yes. like I've, we've had conversations where grown, grown people, grown, grown people, people older than us are talking about like so-and-so kiss so-and-so at the party. Like, yes. Why are we? Like, Miss Tamala, this? can you just give me the analytics for last month? Okay. I didn't ask for all this. Because like, what are we doing? What are we doing right <laughs> now? Like, I'll never forget when uh, homegirl at the call center we worked mm. at just walked up and was just like, I hate skinny witches. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Minding like, my dang. business, she walked up on me and just said that. Now how am I in it? And I'm like, like girl, what? How did I just catch a stray for what no reason? My feelings was all hurt. I was right. young. She was definitely an OG at the job. Like, like damn, why Ms. would Pam? you say that? Why? Why? why you gotta do me like that, Miss Ma'am? Fuck. So you know, I'm she so she later worried. apologized and said that I guess her husband left her for a skinny person. Well, and see now again, why am I in it? Like, what okay, did, but what does that have to do with me? What's that have to do with me? Like, so if I was like, you know, called you a decrepity old bitch, okay. then I'd be like, sorry, my um, great grandfather is a decrepity old bitch. So yeah, I you just. You remind me of him. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you look like him. him. You no. look like him. <laughs> so that's. Like, if like, I get rude, it's a problem. Right. I can't even say nothing back to that. So that there was that. But then I, I do remember at my stand in job, um, another OG at the job. It was, mm -hmm. it was an older person. Maybe more, so jaded. More seasoned in the thing. And I honestly, bro, that's what it ended up being. Like mm. somebody that like, you know, once I was around him more and heard him talking about like even his own life, it was never anything positive. Like it was mm. always a lot of negative. But this person was always digging at me. Like at one point, I remember after season one of the show I stood in for, after season one, I 
was like, you know what? I want to act and I have this job. It's pretty secure. I'm going to start doing acting classes and just like act full time. And when yeah. I'm not doing this, I'm going to do auditions and da, da, da. And that was like, you know, the beginning of, you know, where I am now. And I remember I came and sat down at, you know, a table at lunch and this person happened to be sitting at the table and somebody at the table was like, hey, I heard you started acting full time. And that another reason why having worked for, I told one person that and it was all around, like all the, around. the game of right. telephone. Oh, we heard you. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. it's cool, cool news. But also this person was like, oh, I'll give you some advice. Marry someone rich because it was just like, yeah, it's not going to work out. And uh, I remember well, just being damn. like. I like never ate my lunch so quick and then got up and left and was like, wow, okay, what the heck? That's rude. Hmm, I feel discouraged. I was feeling confident today and Mm -hmm. now I feel blah. Like, damn, my story is not your story. Okay. And then another time, I'll never forget this one because I was just like, this motherfucker. I mean, (laughs) excuse that. (laughs) (laughs) This mother. I don't know if that even supposed to be a sensor beep but i don't know if it happened i think it did i think it did i think it did <laughs> edit edit the, the laugh right please <laughs> edit, edit this part out. edit this part out and go right into what i said but anyway he like uh when when people call for stand-ins mm-hmm. like when you need stand-ins it's like when they're about to change the cameras around or whatever they'll say second team and that just means second team stand-in and the actors are first team okay so you know they call second team and as a stand-in, I rush in to do my job. Oh, period. And uh, it, I'm working with a, a girl who was new to standing in. She mm. was like, had never really done it before. So she, I was kind of like, you know, she was coming to me like, okay, what do I do? And I, I would just, you know, help her out. Yeah. Make things go smooth. And she was nice. And uh, she, he goes, he co- he says, yeah, second team. And we're walking in. He's like, yeah, the less attractive team. Ha, 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 ha. Right? And so then Ooh. I, at this point, used to this person he said stuff like that to, to multiple people he was a camera operator oh, so okay. he was just the guy operating the camera yeah which is like we're working very closely with him like, yeah i'm standing here literally for you to figure out how things are going to look and all the things um and i'm just used to him digging at everyone like he would do it to everyone and so when he said that Damn. i didn't even like really react i was just like whatever uh, let me just do what we, do what i need to do go back yeah. and read my book but uh the the girl was like oh my god did he just call us ugly? Oh, and she was like <laughs> really hurt. And I heard oh, I heard baby. that. And I was like, girl, do not worry about him. He is like a miserable person. Yeah. Like, he always says stuff like that. Don't even listen to oh, him. Oh, see. And I, you know, said that to her. But then when I, I remember sitting down, I'm just like, why is he so ugly? Like, I don't understand. What is what was the point? No. What was the point? Seriously. What was the point? You're an old man. <clears throat> why? And that's what I see. I why? I can't stand shit like that and and people who move like that because it's like you are going to um like unbeknownst to you, you are going to squash somebody's dreams or squash somebody's ambition to do something. You know what I mean? Like even somebody as like, you know, set in what they wanted to do as you got kind of like a little feeling of like, whoa, now my confidence is like, what? Like second guessing myself. Yeah, shaking me up for what? And so just imagine somebody like that new girl who maybe isn't as set in what she wants. And she wasn't. She was kind of feeling, you know know how it feels when you're doing something new and you're just like, oh gosh, I don't want to mess it up. She was very much like that. Super sweet girl too. And it's like, no one did, no one did anything to deserve anything no. from that guy. Like, and homegirl wasn't ugly. I am not ugly. So, you know, he was, though. Say it again. Right. <laughs> he definitely was. Right. So, you know, it, it was, 
It's stuff like that, though, that I do look back on. And I'm like, you know what? Even that plays a role in kind of, I don't know, solidifying you in mm. your uniqueness, whatever it is. Maybe maybe that does make you feel like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Yeah. If people are going to be like this, I don't want to do it. And then you go on your way. But all of those things do have a role to play in your journey. For sure. Because it's either going to, you know, redirect you somewhere else or it's going to be like, dude. I'm going to just not listen to people like you, which mm -hmm. is what I did. I was just like, you know what? There's always going to be some hater. Always. Like, always. 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 Until <laughs> you know, it, it still be happening sometimes mm -hmm. on shoots. You just get a, a sourpuss for no reason. Like, what is wrong with you? Why? What is happening? Why am I catching Why? these fucking strays, bro? Like, I don't understand. Why do you want to fill mm. the room with this negative energy? What's wrong? Yes. Are you okay? No, literally. And I feel like at, like, I can, I can say the same thing has happened in my line of work as well, where mm -hmm. people are trying to, you know, like make you second guess yourself. In my, in my very last job, somebody was like, um, constantly would have little like meetings with me or like, not meetings, but we kind of have these little like one-off uh, lines with me <clears throat> saying things like, man, I feel like if you like really asserted yourself in certain mm. rooms or in certain meetings, you could have your ideas out there more. And I was like, girl, I speak up exactly the same way that I need to speak up in order to have whatever ideas I want heard, heard. Like, if you are having some expectation of me delivering some fucking, I don't know, kind Dissertation of idea. Dissertation at the yeah, goddamn meeting. Like, exactly. That's or not if my you, role. Yeah. Or if you're like, oh, Taylor, I thought you were going to present 10 ideas, not five. Or something like that, that I don't know. You're projecting that on me. And now you're bringing it to me as if like... Oh, you're not you're not putting yourself out there enough. Now I'm over here thinking like, damn, am I not putting myself out there right. enough? When bitch, first off, I didn't ask you. Nobody asked you. Second <laughs> off, now I'm like, you know, coming into the room feeling not as confident about yeah. what I have to present. And it's like, you know, am I am I supposed to do this? Girl, I tried to like shift that and present more ideas than I really felt confident about. And guess which ones everybody fucked with the most? The like three that I came with that I was going to present only in the first place. So it's like, you know, why am I now trying to fit in this other person's box who has this fucking weird ass like version of me yeah, in their mind? Yeah, weird standard that right. no one cares about. Right. And I think that's the examples that you just shared that I this story that I just shared. I feel like that is a perfect way to show like work relationships can affect very much so your day-to-day -day life. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And even the relationships you have with your other coworkers or yep. your other people in your industry. Like, mm -hmm. it's, ugh, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I know, <laughs> it can like, be a lot. back in the day, like, I've, you know, quit jobs because of a bad manager. Mm -hmm. You know? And absolutely. I don't think a lot of people account for that. Like, the, I feel like, you know, I'm sure viewers listeners y'all will know like a job that has high turnover rate like talk about high turnover that call center had oh a God. very high turnover Ooh. rate like as soon as our <laughs> little class was done and there was a lot of people it was like it over was 30 people class. in the training class it was yeah. a big class as soon as we were done there was another team matter of fact they had two training classes going at once yep and once they were done they're training constantly training constantly people. training because the turnover rate like we said will we last two three months the turnover rate is so high, and yeah. that's always a red flag. Like, oh, there's a high turnover at this job. There must be some really bad working conditions or some piss-poor management. Yeah, Because that's what that's a tell of. Yes. Like, clearly the leadership is if uh. no one wants to follow you. Because mm -hmm. the reality is 
a job is a job. Okay. I mean, back in the day, that's how I felt. Like I felt like I I just need to be able to make some money. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> put gas in my car and pay my little bills. Like I, that's it. That's, that's all I it. need. And it's crazy because I feel like our like us during the time that we were doing that, the you know our parents' generation had like no respect for that, right? None. Like they were just like. What the hell are you doing? Why are you not in a stable position? Go work. Why for do you the keep state? quitting? These like, jobs. why? Why are you quitting and then finding something else, or quitting before you find something else? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? All these things, and it's like, and then we're telling them about like our our podcast, or we're telling them about <laughs> our like creative dreams, the that background like, work we did yeah. in San Francisco, <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, that sounds cute, but what are you gonna do to make money? What are you going to do to survive? How are you going like, to sustain yourself? Right. Like, mm. and you're, especially, I just feel like our parents' generation made us feel like if you weren't aiming for that white picket fence life, then what the fuck are you aiming what for? What are you doing? It's going to fail. And <laughs> I feel like, no, for real. And I feel like I'm so glad we, we like kept to what we believed in. Me too. And ended up in the industries we're in. Yeah. Because like- uh, oh my God. Like, yes, we get to talk about work from the perspectives of a full-time creative or both being full-time creatives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it is, it's still work, but it's definitely different than being full-time in corporate yep. life. You it know is. what I mean? Or full-time in a more manual labor type of job. Right. So. And every journey deserves its respect. I mm-hmm. feel like each person's individual situation is it's theirs. It's yeah. their situation. And, you know, not here to yuck anybody's yum. No. But my journey is my journey. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to do that. Right. Because there are people <laughs> that make a career out of call centers. And God oh, bless yeah. you because somebody needs to do that job. We need people. Yeah. Especially when you get a cool call center person, that's always like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're you're gonna really you seem like you're gonna help. Your energy feels Helpful. human. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, like you care. Shit, once you become a manager and like the manager's manager and stuff, you don't even got to be on the phones no more. True until that. somebody's like, I have somebody who's hella escalation. Yeah, <laughs> you keep cussing at me. Can you help me? You only take the hard ass yeah. calls. But other than that, like you know, you can make that shit work. You can make it work. You can so make anything shout work. Shout out to y'all because when you want to do it, you'll do it. That's what that's my my philosophy. Thousand percent. But I will say, I do look back on, you know, how I networked and related to people at work. I wish I would have had the confidence um, and really the audacity that I have now, <laughs> like looking back. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I've, I've heard that a lot from people, you know, when I was in my 20s, people in their 30s and older would be like, man, I wish I had the the confidence that I have now. At your age, because mm. I would have been unstoppable. And that's really, there's, it's really true. Like, it's really, there's a reason why, though, I think 20-year-olds shouldn't be that confident. Because <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what I know now. You know what I mean? I, know I You know, I if know I would have known and had the humility mm. that I now have, um, you know, there's a lot of things that come with wisdom. But I, I wish I would have had that going in, because then I would have understood things like, you know, there's a time and place for networking. Yeah. And you have to know that. And mm-hmm. it's really like an energy that you feel. You mm. know what I mean? It's yes. an energy. And ooh, damn. <laughs> Swatting a fly at the mic. <laughs> I know that whole thing is that persistent. Thing, I, I feel like I got it. And then it's Jeez. still around. Gosh, we have a, a audience member. Right. Well, <laughs> that friend. 
<laughs> but I wish I would have been able to assert myself yeah. and like actually talk to people and stand in my individuality and really bring my true self to the sets mm. because you know I spent a lot of time showing up to these sets they're like big sets you know they're like a lot of people a lot of moving parts a lot yeah. of who's who's around and you feel like for, for whatever reason I felt like I wanted to shrink myself because mm. I'm just like oh I'm just a stand in I gotta get out the way I gotta move over here and I just wish that I would would have been able to bring some of what I have now a little secret sauce that I found to that and just mm. been like no you don't have to shrink yourself because being yourself you're you're not bothering anybody by being yourself right you know and I, you know i just i wish i could have known that cuz i know i would have you know made a lot more connections and i don't know just who know who knows where i'd be you know yeah yeah no i feel that i <laughs> i definitely do there's a bunch i'm like can i can i put myself on to like what i really like to do earlier yeah. <laughs> like, so I could have spent more time like building on some of that. those those skills yeah. and all that like no I feel you I think that something that I um feel like I kind of that I would mm, I guess yeah looking back like something that I'm like mm, I wish I didn't do that so much early on in my in my working life or really in any of my jobs <laughs> is like um sharing too much up front you know what I mean? Like giving too much information up front. I think back when I was younger, that was personal information. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think now that I'm more in my career, I think it's um, or more, more mature in my career. I think that's uh, like um, like I not idea, but like goal information, mm -hmm. you know, things where it's like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is where I see myself going. This is what you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my vision. And it's like I have kind of tried to reel the reins in a little bit from doing that so much. Yeah. Just because it's like, you know, like kind of how we were saying, that gives people an opportunity to give their opinions, give their energy on whatever you think you want to do. And it's just like, mm, I kind of didn't need that. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't need that need mixed that. in with what I had. So I feel like in terms of like networking and stuff, even if it's like a small, you know, or short um, interaction, I think I've just kind of learned like less less oversharing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, don't open it up too much. Yeah, because I think like exactly that you open yourself up to the wrong person, mm -hmm. and you might open yourself up to judgment or right. some weird critique or some doubt cast on you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really valuable lesson is learning who is for you and who isn't. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you can't be cool with these people. But when you learn like, OK, this isn't the person that you go to when you need advice, because mm -hmm. this advice is going to come from a weird place of like <laughs> trauma yeah. or like they're going to really, you know, give you some very, very um, biased advice where it's like you're telling me to do what you did. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> that don't work for everybody. No, that doesn't work for everyone. So, yeah, knowing who. Mm hmm. Who, who do I network with and who shouldn't I? Because even if everybody likes this person, maybe me and this person don't get on. Right. And we don't have to. No. Just like they don't like me, they don't have to. Because that's something I thought too. Like I thought if people, which honestly I would hear again the same thing, like, oh, I feel like you don't like me and da-da-da-da. Mm. Um, I would feel like I would need to now, oh, now I need to prove and be nicer to this person because mm -hmm. they feel like I'm. And it's like now, girl, 
don't even know you. I don't. So maybe you nothing to not like not feeling <laughs> like I don't have an opinion on you here or there. Like I really don't like real talk talk. I don't really even care about you. Like we hardly cross paths at work. Like yeah. it is what it is. I might say good morning, but like okay, what do you want me to do? I feel like right. you want me to like you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't also like why. you. It's just I don't know you and I don't like, I'm not one of those people. Like you said, you'll go up and you'll share things. I'm definitely the like, if you don't ask, I, you won't know. Mm. And even yeah. if you ask, you still might not know because mm. maybe I don't want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. That's just, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely at work, for real. Oh, like, yeah. Like I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> but, not that girl transitioning into like how how do like healthy work relationships feel Mm. like what does it feel like when you know like what makes you feel like okay this person is cool and I like you and I can share with you and Mm. I can share my goals with you I can ask you for advice and you aren't gonna be this you know, rain cloud <laughs> on my picnic, you know, like what, yeah. what, how do you know that? Like, what do you feel? Mm, that is a good, that's a good question. I think one thing, especially like if you're, I think either in person, well, I, I could say over Zoom or like if Slack, whatever, if you're like mm-hmm. a remote worker with a team, I would say one thing is, um, or that like kind of helps me to warm up to somebody in that way is like a shared experience specifically with another coworker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like if me and you experience some bullshit on a project, you know what Ooh. I mean? And now we're getting a chance to like talk about that bullshit because that that kind of sparked maybe an, an avenue for us to talk about something that like we see eye to eye on. Like now I get to kind of like feel out like, all right, so how that was some bullshit. Right. And they're like, yeah. And now we get to talk about it. Uh, and I get to pick up on your energy a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You cool. You cool. So I feel like that's like the first scratching the surface of how it feels like, okay, I feel like I can talk about work drama with you. <laughs> like I can, we can, we can be cool. We can like, if, if we're in a meeting and some, somebody says some cringy ass something, then I can text you like mm, a little side eye emoji mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Like starting to build that, that um that rapport that rapport but like like if we I feel like it kind of feels almost like the beginnings of like a friendship outside in the real world Mm -hmm. just like that you know but it's very much a lot less uh deep than that yeah you know I mean it's very on the shallow side yeah so I would say that's that's like the first little piece that kind of makes me feel like okay I can start to like open up to cert about certain things to you. Yeah. You know, because now you done told me some stuff that if I open my mouth to anybody, <laughs> you would want that shit getting out okay. either. <laughs> we both have a mutual something to lose yes. in this situation. <laughs> okay. We're both at the at risk. Yes, we're both at risk. And also too, you would have to kind of like come to me about the whole like, hey, that was weird. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to open the door for me yeah. first. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I would say that that's that's one thing. What's something that comes to to mind for you? Like, what does that feel like for you? Um, definitely shared experiences. But I know for me, 
definitely someone that I feel like I can trust. Yeah. Which I, I like what you said because I wasn't thinking about it like that. Like, okay, if you come to me <laughs> saying something about somebody, then maybe it does kind of open that door for like, okay, then I can kind of say something too. And mm-hmm. now you can't go run and tell because you really the one that said it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Because for me, I feel like that's the first barrier, right? Like, I don't really trust y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to come here, get work done and whatever. I'm not trying get to my have check. anybody trying to say where I really was no. when I called in sick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely some some trust there. But also somebody who there's not that like competitive energy mm. with. And I feel like there's so many times in, in, <laughs> in lots of jobs, film set, not film set, you know, call center. I worked at a sandwich shop, like yeah, all these yeah. things. And there's that com- that person that feels like they need to compete and outshine everyone. The person that's, you know, wanting to be assistant manager. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already kind of acting like the assistant manager. Yes. Like that kind of thing. Like that energy. I can't be feeling that. If I feel competitiveness, if I feel some type of um, manager sidekick energy, we are not cool. We're so mm-hmm. not cool that I'm just going to, huh, you don't even get a good morning. You get a smile and a nod, honey. Well, like, yeah, we're here. Mm-hmm. And we're working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. You ask me what I like to do for fun, you're going to get like, oh, I read sometimes, like watch right. TV. You're not getting anything. No. My weekend plans, my weekend, what I did. Just like, me, oh, I just hung out. You know, me and, me and my man. We just yeah. chilled, vibed. My dog. <laughs> we'll talk about my dog. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about my dog. We'll talk about that stuff. You know where to keep it. But if there's like that, that sense of like, oh, we in this together. Mm-hmm. We 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 here. We doing the same thing. Oh my god, you you had to do that too. Oh, mm-hmm. don't you hate doing that? Like you said, like the like we can bond over like we're here together. We're yes. peers. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We are cool. Mm-hmm. We both know what this job is. For is sure. it a mean to an end? Is it is it something that like hey we in, I like this job? You right. know, either way, there's like that levity that yes. um. You know, that mutual respect. Yes. We can cheer each other on and clap for each other. That support. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I feel like also, too, I think that what you just said, like the sense of supportiveness, Mm -hmm. that feels good. You know, if I feel that, then I'm like, okay, this is a healthy, in a healthy bucket. Um, I feel like from that branches out into like if you had my back with the boss, you know what I mean? For whatever reason. For whatever reason. That part, you vouched? You vouched for me? Like, oh my God, you vouched for me? Oh, we're cool. We are cool. Like, especially unprovoked. You just, like, because it's one thing if I, like, texted you, like, hey, I'm out today, but, like, just tell them I'm sick. Whatever. That's one thing. But you just totally, hey, hey, Tay, um, so-and-so asked about where you were last night and, or, you know, this morning, and I just said that you were sick. So if they call you, say you're sick. If you do that. We're friends. We are. We're we're entering the friendship territory like, because can, yeah. wow, you you having your having somebody's back just makes you feel like we're locked in, especially at the workplace. Mm. Especially at like the job literally, house. nobody wants a write up. Nobody wants mm-hmm. a little demerit to their credibility. No. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that that like ooh, feeling <laughs> at work. You walk in the room and it was on. Right. Can you handle that? Because last time, no one wants that energy no. in their workplace. Like I definitely don't. For me, mm-hmm. like you know, my my greatest goals in work is to have people be like, "Wow, you're so professional." For me, that is like a crown on my head. <laughs> um, like, yeah, thank you, I am. I do. I get the work done. I come. I show. I do. Yes. And then I, I come. I show. I do. <laughs> I smile and I wave and I goodbye. Nice 
guys. Next time. See y'all next time. Can't wait to work together again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I can get in my car and just be myself. Yeah. But um, light up. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then I can like turn off for a while. Because God, being on is is crazy. It's a lot. But um, work relationships, they are important. And there does need to be trust. Mm -hmm. There does need to be you know, uplifting and supporting and, you know, really just some people who vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, once me and you got cool was when, <laughs> like, you, I saw your authentic self. Yeah. Because, like I said, she's very pleasant. She's very bubbly. She's so nice. Taylor can make <laughs> anyone think that they are friends. Like, yeah. the superpower. And I think you can't be friends with really anybody. Like, you're you're really cool. I have. I feel like I've had a, a that dude with the afro was my my homie. He yeah. was taking lunch together all the time. He yeah. was a weirdo and cool, but weirdo. Again, him and I would not have been cool unless <laughs> she, she she was like, yeah, he's cool. And yeah. then he's like, okay, well he's cool. <laughs> They're in the front. I'm in the back. Like, is he cool? <laughs> he drove hella crazy. Remember how crazy he, did. he drove? He did. Oh my god. And there was a few times where his breath was a little yeah mm, coffee yeah and dry and mouth. cigarette ooh yeah. wait no 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 not cigarette he didn't smoke weed yeah. Dry, we dry that, that cotton mouth yeah. get ya. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> all of the work relationships serve their purpose. <laughs> Whether you're just a cool dude with a guitar and some funky breath that we hang out with at lunch. Yeah. Or, you know, it's somebody that you work with and you guys both grow and you're able to come together later on and yeah. help each other out. Or maybe it's somebody who's testing your gangster and mm. trying to see, are you really trying to be here do you really want to be here do you think you deserve to be here and maybe that person serves that purpose because that's for me i like to repurpose that like mm. you coming on as a hater you coming on as somebody that's trying to shake me and doubt me and, and throwing shade you at trying me. me like god sent you to try to be like hey are you really about it mm. do you really want to be here can you really handle it because it's you not rat? period uh, <laughs> not everybody's nice no and not everybody likes you and not Mm-mm. everybody is happy for you when you succeed mm. unfortunately say it again, girl. so you know all of that to say work work relationships man let yes. us know what you guys think about that please or do. what your experiences have been right like, we we want to hear all the work drama the tales the drama. and also of course the happy stories of like how your work friends turned into lifelong relationships mm-hmm. would love to hear those love to hear all of that love to hear just from y'all with our next segment eight it's called ask the chat so we are directly asking you guys <laughs> you know new uh new segment alert Ooh, you know um <laughs> Ah, yes, ask the chat. And so today's question is um, basically inspired by a video that I saw on social media about the owner of Miel Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, as some of you may know, but she owned a conditioner, a hair care line. Mm Mm-hmm. For natural girlies, just like us. Yeah, I use I've, her products. I've, I've used it. Um, I, I know a lot of people have used it. I know a lot of homies that have used it. Mm-hmm. And, and it works really nicely. Yeah, smells mm-hmm. good and everything. Mm-hmm. Good product for now. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but she, Seriously. you know, as you know, people want to shop locally. People want to shop 
you know, uh, black and people of color business owned businesses. Yep. And that's like a been a really big push since like 2020 and even maybe even before that. Yeah. Just trying to keep our dollars, keep track of where we're spending our dollars. And on top of that, shopping smaller business instead of giving these big conglomerates our money. Yeah. They don't need it. And they don't care about us. And they don't care about the us. World. They got formaldehyde in the conditioner. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad. Girl. They don't care what they're putting in it. No. And Miel, that was a draw to it. It's a small, smaller business. Business, black owned, woman owned mm-hmm. business that used natural things in, and I mean, for now, still uses natural things. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say it is going to change, but there's. And that been smells s- good and works well. I know. But- and it's not too expensive either. It's like, it's it like all gold. The it right. All the bullet points. But she's now selling it mm-hmm. to, I don't even know which corporation, whoever can offer her, you know some real, real money because she wants to take it worldwide and all that kind of thing. I'm going to say real, real money because like I'm, I'm sure that Miss, Miss, uh, meal owner has money. Oh, I'm sure she she has funds. You know, she does, (laughs) you know? So I'm like, you want to, you want to talk about how you want to, you know, level up your business and all these things, which is, you know, Hey, level, level up. Right. But like, I feel like if you want to, in her in her version of leveling up, that means to s- sell to a giant organization mm-hmm. and you know get billions of dollars, which is like it sounds great, but like what is it worth? What's the cost? You're you? giving it up. I mean, like honestly, and for us personally as the consumers, we've had other brands, Shea Moisture, for example, that did the same thing and then totally changed the the marketing. Not only changed, but also the formula changed, mm-hmm. and it started to be marketed not just to people with hair like this, but people with you know straight hair and people who don't have like. Just totally different product, and right. you're and I've since used Shea Moisture, and that doesn't work anymore for Mm-mm. me. No, not anymore. It's not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't smell the same. It doesn't no. feel the same in your hair. It's a totally different formula, and it's like okay, well now not this, right? And it was like a viable option that you could rely on that now you can't, and so that just brings the bigger question of like, why? Why yeah. is that something that? Definitely black people, and I don't know about other people of color, but I know I can, you know, the black-owned, like, businesses and um, mainly hair care and cosmetic lines, yeah. really. And even Honey Pot. It's like these mm-hmm. things yeah, where, Honeypot, yeah. like, this, we're shopping this brand because of what you stand for. Because yes. of who is making this product and why and how you're making it. Exactly. That's why we're shopping it. And you sell it to these people who aren't going to do what you're doing because they have all of these like brands and all of these products that they're not doing that with. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it. Or they they don't care. Yeah. They don't take, care. They're putting all this, you know, all of this like... Uh, Preservative. Yeah, and, all these materials that are way cheaper. Yeah. You know? So they can produce that. it for cheaper. And just not yes. natural. And it's like we... You know, the black women, as we were just saying, it's hard to find a really good product that like stands on morals and that is run and owned and operated by a black person, Mm -hmm. let alone a black woman. Right. You know what I mean? Like and that works on multiple types of curls like it's it's so rare that when we find a really good product, we like our brand loyalty is out the roof. You know, like, yeah. And like you said, they they build it up 
get all of us together and on board with it and then like sell the company. And now we're stuck with another white owned bit owned business yep. that doesn't care about us. Like we, sh- we could have just been shopping with fucking L'Oreal. Exactly. Like, 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 I like, come on. Like you're anyway, changes the whole thing. Yeah. So today's question, <laughs> right. All that to say <laughs> today's question is if you had a business that had those type of morals, mm-hmm. you, you know, had ethically sourced and ethically made things natural organic things that were good for your consumers and made with your consumers in mind maybe even by someone that looks just like those consumers Mm -hmm. whatever the product is whatever the business is that's how you found it and now someone here comes somebody with a billion (laughs) dollars ready to sell it or buy it from you and you know they're good for the money oh yeah but you also know that your entire company is going to change and be just like their stuff, which yeah. is toxic and, you know, totally inhumane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's just say that it's very synthetic, very not good for people. Probably the opposite of whatever. It's all about money. It's yeah. all about bottom line. You no longer it. have control over this And company. you no longer have control over the company. So would you sell mm-hmm. is the question. And would you do it? What Tay, would you do? Uh, I'm going to ask you, you first. Would I do it? Yeah. Would you? Oof. What would you do, girl? You know, I, so the Miel, the owner of Miel, she was saying like, oh, she, her reasoning for doing it was because she wanted to create generational wealth, right? Mm -hmm. She was like, I want, I want my grandkids and my great grandkids to come into the store and be like, this is the business that my grandma built. Right. You know what I mean? And in order to make sure that it has a long lasting life for, for that to happen, she needs more money that, you know, only these big businesses can provide, you know. So it's like she was putting her own family and her own thoughts and goals over the needs of or over the wants, really, yeah. of her consumers. So it's like, I, I I get it. I get it. Like, but at the same time, and also the honeypot pot owner, she was also saying that when the reasoning that was behind hers was, um, or not the reasoning, but she was saying, you know, I still have uh, ownership of the company, not full ownership or not majority ownership, but I still have shares in the company. And so I can assure you that the product won't change. And it's like, girl, you have no control. How can you say that? Like all of these reasons that they're putting out there to try and cover up the fact that you just wanted more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, this move is going to get you so much more money. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like I might do the same thing. If I'm like, if that's my goal, if I'm like, look, I I put this in here, I put this business out here for a certain intention, and that was to make as much fucking money as possible, mm-hmm. and that might include me being a billionaire, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if I did do it, I would be honest about it. I would say, hey, guys, I'm making this decision because I want to... I'm about to become a billionaire. Right. This is what it is. This is what it is. Like, I, you know, hey, logging off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I no longer have Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. I'm cutting off all my social medias. Like, y'all could be mad if you want to, but I'm about to be on a yacht. Like, I feel like if that's the decision I go with, then okay. But if we're talking about, if I was them, if we're talking about reality and me, Taylor Desmangles, if I were to be offered something like, oh, we want to buy Ninth Flow for a billion dollars. <sighs> <laughs> but we want to only work with like 
old white people. <laughs> we want to work with Donald Trump. <laughs> we want to work with Donald Trump and all of his associates. So under the ninth flow name, but you will get a billion dollars. Oh my God. I feel like I would be sounding like Dave Chappelle for the rest of my life. I turned down fifty million. Okay, because ain't no way. Because ain't no way. I'm selling my soul, and that's you yeah feel me? for for something like that. Especially when it's like you know what these people do. You know what they're capable of. I feel like it would be. I would definitely be praying and meditating on it so hard because yeah. it would be very difficult. Oh, to absolutely. say no to like a billion that's a dollars. Lot of money. That's. You would never, you, your kids, your grandkids would not have to work. No. Off nobody, a billy. Nobody's, nobody's working anymore. And you can One really billy. do whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever you want to do, you can do that. Oh, like it would be so hard because it's like I can, I can think about myself and only me and my family okay. and what we need and how we want to survive and live our quality of life moving forward. Shit. What if there is not even a world for my great grandkids, okay. like why don't I, <laughs> why don't I just fucking spend that money, and get just that money, live it up, and just live it up? Why do I have to be the one that stands on high ground and high morals mm. when these motherfuckers, even you know my girl Rihanna out here, okay. like doing what needs to be done to get that billion dollars yeah. secured? You know what I mean? Why do I got to be the one that's like mm, I'm above everything? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm above yeah. that. So I don't know. That would be really hard. It would be a hard decision. Do you it have? Would be a hard. What would you do? I mean, I kind of, I feel like I would say no. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if I were them personally, like like I said, like that's a lot of money to turn down. And not even just a lot of money, but a whole lifestyle change. Because like you said, tomorrow is not promised. Who knows if I can build this company to that level mm -hmm. in my lifetime. And then, you know, I think the owner of, the owner, the owner of <laughs> Miel, um, she said something. She made a good point where it was just like, what if my kids don't want to run this company? What if my grandkids don't want to run this company? I don't want to create that expectation that somebody want to run it. But and I feel that because I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to have a, a whole bunch of kids because, you know, if you have like five kids, odds are one of them is going to want to be to like, hey, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. But if you have one kid, it's a 50 50 chance that they are going to want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And if not, if, and if they don't want to, then it won't be family owned anyway because mm -hmm. your kid don't want to do that. And now you you can't do it for the rest of your life or you don't want to. No. Unless you want to. Who knows? Maybe mm -hmm. you're like, this is my company. I'm going to run it for the rest of my life. And yeah. That's awesome. But like, if not, honey, who's taking over when you turn 60 or 50? Because mm -hmm. I know me, I don't want to be working until I'm in my 70s. That's crazy. Really I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. I really don't. So with I that being be. the goal... Yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Why not? Sell it. Like you said, maybe I don't even care about the company that much. Maybe. Who knows? Right. Who knows? I don't know. But when I relate it to just myself and something that I could see is like selling, and uh, people do this, selling your, your name, image, and likeness mm -hmm. to a company, you know, for even for a few years. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a lot. That's a lot. They own your name, image, and likeness. And in these days, they can do whatever with whatever. that. They'll have you, they'll have the AI version of you making a commercial. Right? Doing, <laughs> doing anything though. Doing, doing anything. anything. Yeah. Supporting anything, mm -hmm. anybody, any cause. So I would not do that. Yeah. For me, that's like you're selling your soul, girl. Like you're Literally. you just don't even care anymore. You don't yeah. even care. Cause money, like, as much as like a billion dollars is huh, 
huh, mm-hmm. good money. Okay, let's not, we're not, take sh- care of we're not shirking at that amount. <laughs> but like, honey, there's Ooh. something called humanity that like, for me personally, humanity, my humanity matters more mm. than, than money. It does. Yeah. So I think it would be something to where if I'm thinking about like, hey, am I going to be able to look at myself in the mirror? Am I going to be able to sleep good? Am I going to be able to feel good about myself Yeah. at the end of the day when I'm laying in the bed and no one else is around or I'm trying to fall asleep? Am I going to feel good about myself after making this choice? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, then honey, I'm sorry. It's no. Yeah. And I might kick myself for the rest of my life. Like, God dang, every single time my car breaks down and I'm like, God <laughs> man, could I have been a billionaire? <laughs> had a new car i could have not even needed a car i could have had a car service okay right oh my god Uh, there would definitely be a lot of that yeah it would be a process i would need to talk to my therapist about it for the rest of my life because that's a choice yeah and i feel like either way though i feel like i would need need that support either way yeah i do this i sell my soul and now it's like yikes i have all this money but i don't know how i feel but it's also like blood on these dollars yeah this isn't good like, what do you call it? Like, all money ain't good money mm. kind of thing. All money ain't good money. Mm. That and I think it, it, it really comes down to you, you know? Yeah. Oof. But yeah. we want to know, what would you we do? ask in the chat. That had to be real chat. <laughs> yeah. What would y'all do? How would you feel about it? Would you take the money and run? Blue do morals pill? even matter to you? I don't, I don't right. Like, how mor- moral are you? Blue pill or red pill? Exactly. You staying in the matrix? Or do you want to just stay... You going to Zion? What you doing? You woke or you sleep? <laughs> right. You unplugged. You plugged in. What you doing? Could you <laughs> remain sleep for a billion dollars? Mm. Mm. I'm gonna look the other way. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to know what the what the percentage of people that would say yes and people say no. Like, I, 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 we should do a poll. Yes. Oh yeah. Poll. We're gonna ask in the in the uh, how to be real Instagram. Which is how to the letter B real yes. <laughs> yes. on Instagram and TikTok. And y'all can respond to this question at hey how to be real at gmail.com. So please be sure to slide in the DMs, slide in the inbox. We hella want to hear from you. We love staying mm-hmm. connected with you. You can find our personal pages on Instagram. I'm at just say underscore Tay. And I am the Tasha B. Yes. So um, you can find all of this F. Inf- information in the show notes of this episode um and just please remember we love you guys we love talking about all the topics we have on mm-hmm. here um but we are not therapists no, we not. just we just have them we know nothing you know nothing <laughs> <laughs> and um with that i'm going to pass to tasha for our random reel okay the random reel is on me this week <clears throat> and uh my random reel is, do y'all remember the lady who sued McDonald's for her coffee being too hot? Remember <laughs> yes, that Yes, I do remember that. In like the 90s, yeah. you know, we've all heard about it. And it all sounds so frivolous, right? Mm. When you think about it, like, oh, her coffee was too hot, blah, blah, blah. But the real story is actually a lot more <clears throat> serious than that. Oh, so. Break it down, girl. First of all, the woman in question, her name is Stella Lieback. I hope I'm saying that right. (laughs) Shout out to you. But it's L-I-E-B-E-C-K. Lieback. Lieback? Lieback. 79-year-old woman. Oh, she's an OG. And this happened in 1992. The coffee spilled in her lap. So she bought a cup in the drive-thru in Albuquerque. This is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. And she wasn't driving. The car wasn't moving. She had the cup between her knees 
and she was trying to open the little creamer thingamabob, like oh. trying to peel the thing back. And uh, yeah, she spilled it. And she had on cotton sweatpants. She mm. spills it on her lap. And of course, as you know, when you're sitting in a chair, it goes to the back. Yep. It burned her. Mind you, this coffee was between 180 and 190 degrees Holy when shit. it spilled on her. Lava. That shit was lava. And of course, the cotton pants absorbed the coffee too. Yep. So then it's just on her, right? She couldn't escape it. Burn her butt, her thighs, and the worst part, her labia. Oh, fused my together. Gosh. I'm sorry for that scream. That just <laughs> what it fused together, and she had to have surgery to like fix everything, skin grafts, all the shit. Oh yeah. my god, that yeah. shit is as hot as a laser. 180 and 190 degrees. That is hot coffee. That's like just below boiling. That's crazy hot. That's ridiculously hot. Why? Why? Why does the coffee need to be that hot? That's insane. So, you know, originally she was just like, can y'all just give me $20,000 for my medical expenses? Because this was a lot and this was crazy. And I'm 79. Like, come (laughs) on now, help me out. Um, And they refused. They offered her $800. So then she took it to court and she's like, okay, no, I need need money. And uh, basically the jury ended up finding out Weird finding. They said it was 80% McDonald's fault and 20% her fault, which mm-hmm. I guess because she was maneuvering and whatever. Yeah. Um, so the jury awarded her $3 million in Ooh. damages. So mm. she was paid. Not bad at all. Yes. But um, crazy. 180 and 90 degree labia fused together. Like, oh my God. That's crazy. Were they able to tell? I wonder if they were able to tell those... Um, the temperature by the injuries. You know what I mean? Like only water that's between this girl you know, temperature can do that. The manual and like basically it says like serving the coffee this hot, it's it's too hot. It causes third degree burns in seven seconds. Oh, this wow. coffee is hot. <laughs> so McDonald's knew and that's why they were wow. 80% of hot because they knew the 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 thing that makes their coffee, whatever they use, says that. Like this is really hot. That dangerously is so hot. hot. So many people probably burnt the shit out of their mouths. And a lot of people did. And that's honestly what helped her case is hella people were burning themselves. And they didn't really take it seriously. But she, obviously, burning your genitals is like, hold And then fusing together. Huh? And then y'all don't want to pay my med. You could have just gave her $20,000 and she would have been happy. Exactly. She would have been happy. And y'all refuse to pay her medical bills? Or, you know, McDonald's coughed that money up like it wasn't shit. Okay. Three million. Three million. They, they make that in one day at one location. Exactly. Come on now. Stop it. So, you know, I say that to say, don't always believe the headlines. Mm. Read the full story. Get a second opinion. Don't believe this, The especially these corporations. If that's no. something you take away from this episode, <laughs> please take that away. I... Don't don't trust a corporation. Mm-mm. They're not looking out for humans. No. They don't care about humanity. They mm-hmm. just care about money. They're a business first. Mm-hmm. Above all other things. Above all other things. Above all every person. Everything. Oh. That's a word. <laughs> don't fall for the clickbait, folks. Don't fall for the clickbait. Mm-hmm. Find out the real story. Yes. Well, you know, with that, mm-hmm. stay, stay real. real.